Well, happy Thanksgiving. It is great to be here. Um, I'm, my name is Terry Boffman. I'm a vicar and um, have been uh, going through the S&P program. Uh, been working a lot with Mark. I, I know I preached here uh, after last Christmas, and, um, but doing a lot of work with, with Pastor Mark, spending a lot of time with him. It's been a, a lot of fun. And as we continue to go, um, I'm, I'm certified for ordination, just waiting for the call, and I know God will certainly bless it. When it, when it does come through. But it is a great honor to be here tonight and a blessing to share the word on this Thanksgiving. So grace, mercy, peace from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to start a little different tonight. It's actually going to require you to come out of your box for some of you, and you're going to actually have to talk to somebody. Ooh, yeah, there you go. So I'm going to ask you this question, and then I'm going to just give you very quickly, oh, oh, five seconds, maybe ten seconds or something, but very quickly, I'm just going to have you just lean to someone on your right or lean to someone on your left. If there's no one sitting next to you, turn around, find someone that's close, and you're going to tell them your answer. Now, before we get to this, you have to understand there is no wrong answer. So if the person says something that is not what you were going to say, don't give them the look like they're wrong. Just smile and nod and listen. And let them share what they feel and how they're, they're thinking at this moment. So here's the question, and it's deep. For what, for what do you give thanks tonight? For what do you give thanks tonight? Talk. Okay, time's up. I told you it was going to be quick. Right? I know some of you could probably uh, talk hours upon hours about things that are happening in your lives that you could give thanks tonight. For some of you, you might have said family and friends or, or good neighbors. And, and others, you might have said, well, food and, and shelter and clothing. And we are certainly happy because we're not getting the snow that I guess is hitting a lot of the area. So we could say maybe for good weather. And some of us could say for, for peace. And I'm sure there were some of you that in your mind, when you started thinking what you could be thankful for tonight, you started thinking about faith and forgiveness. Maybe it's this place, the church. Maybe some of you were thinking about the Lord and how the Lord has, has kept you safe throughout this entire year. All those things are great things to give thanks about. But then the question is, how many of you actually gave thanks for your enemies and those that persecute you, for, for the, the discipline, for the hardships, for those difficulties, for all those trials and, and temptations and tribulations? Certainly, God, God has blessed you through those things. You've all gone through some of them this year. And, and, and when you think about it, you could think that these things have caused you to, to, to rely more upon him. Or it is, has driven you back to get more into his word and into prayer. Or maybe it's, it's humbled yourself more in his repentance and forgiveness. Those are great things to give thanks about tonight. Because those things are the result of what God has done for you. 
And then there are probably some of you that thought, well, maybe we should give thanks for what God has done in this world and lives that we aren't even aware of. For all those, those accidents and crimes and diseases that have not come our way, we should be thankful for. And some of you might have said, for those, those, those temptations of the devil that God has foiled and that, that evil has not befalled upon us, I'm thankful for that. Maybe it was for the protection of his angels. Or his hand leading us and guiding us every step of the way. These things too are amazing things to give thanks about. And then as part of our priestly service to our neighbor, we should give thanks for them. I want you to think of how many of your neighbors might not be giving thanks tonight or, or tomorrow or ever. It, it is our privilege as Christians to, to give thanks to God for the blessings that he has bestowed upon us and upon them. To, to acknowledge and, and to praise God for everything that he has done for them and among them so that no work of God goes unthanked. And it is that reason tonight that we are here to give thanks to God. When I was preparing for this message, I, I looked at and, and read the gospel message, and it's a typical one that, that is used a lot. But I also was looking at other ways of talking about thanks, and I came across Psalm 138. And in Psalm 138, we hear these words, and it does wonderful things when we think about giving thanks. It says this, I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. See, whatever has come about us this year has come, as the psalmist says, from the steadfast love and faithfulness of our Lord. And our Lord has worked good through it, and whether we, we're going to realize it or not, if we're going to understand it or not. See, our faith trusts that all things work together for the good of those who love God. It's all things. No, no matter what, no matter how impossible they seem to us, for nothing is impossible for a God that can, see, can conceive in a virgin's womb or raise the dead to life. And if he can do that, think about what good he can do in all of our times and all of our circumstances in our lives. And so, in all things, we will give him thanks. It was that thinking that led Paul to pen his words in Philippians when he wrote this. I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. Isn't that an amazing part of Scripture? Paul is teaching us that contentment is born of faith. Faith in the, in the steadfast love and the faithfulness of God that whatever comes in our lives is from the hand of God in heaven and, and has a reason and a purpose. And such trust then leads to love and thanksgiving. And then this, this 
continues to grow and this love then is sharing what we have been given with others and thanksgiving to the giver of all good gifts. That's what Paul is telling us. That we can give thanks for everything. But then when we look back at Psalm 138, it lists another key to thanksgiving. And it says this, For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. And where the Lord is exalted, his name and his word was up on the cross. The one who bears the holy name, the one who is word made flesh, hung there for us, for our salvation, showing us the steadfast love and the faithfulness of God. And in Romans 8, it says, And he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? All things. Indeed, he will. All things necessary for this life in this world and for the next when we receive our salvation. And the forgiveness of sins that has set us free from, from Satan's bondage. Because of the death and resurrection of Jesus, we can now live our lives as thank offerings to our Father. And so we give thanks tonight. And so we give thanks tonight that the steadfast love and the faithfulness of, of God is more than just hanging clothes on our back or, or stuffing food in our mouths or getting a bigger and better roof over our head or more presents under the tree. It's that the steadfast love and the faithfulness of God will always do what is best for us even when that best is hard. And isn't it amazing that we have a God who loves us more than what is easy, but all the way to what is hard, all the way to the cross, even if that means laying crosses on us so that we can turn from evil and live in Him. Tomorrow, people all around our country will gather around the table. And I know many will give thanks. Many will give thanks for that turkey. That turkey that gave up its life so that they can eat. And after they eat, the chemicals in the turkey is going to make them drowsy. And they are going to sit down on the couch, click on the TV, watch the lions lose, and fall asleep. True? Oh, how true. But tonight we gather around the table of our Lord. And we give thanks for the Son who gave his life so that we here can eat his body and drink his blood. It's a meal that's not going to put us to sleep, but it's going to do quite the opposite. It's going to raise us up. This meat and drink raises us up from the sleep of death. And it gives us new life. This new life that lasts forever. And so, we lepers return tonight and we give thanks. 
We give thanks for the cleansing forgiveness of Jesus. We give thanks for the gift of faith. We give thanks for the life in the Spirit, for for the promise of eternal life. And yes, it is okay to give thanks for all the things in this world and life that our good and gracious Father has given us, that he has provided for us. But remember, none of it is earned. None of it deserved. All a testament of the steadfast love and the faithfulness of God for us in Christ Jesus. For in all things, as Psalm 138 continues to say, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for you and me. And that truly is the reason why we should be giving thanks. That is truly the reason to celebrate what God has blessed us with. You might have said other things when you were sharing what it is that you are thankful for. But tonight we get to rejoice and we get to give thanks because of the steadfast love and faithfulness of our Father. Amen.